Hello, confidants. Before we get started on this episode, I just want to let you know that there are ads on this episode, but hear me out, okay? Last week, I was able to push them. This week, I am contractually obliged. The man is coming and knocking for his money, and here's the thing. I want you to listen to them. Not only listen to them, use the codes. Make sure you're putting this shit on repeat. Fucking, I don't know, put this on a playlist and listen to it on mute and just let it run because every penny that this episode makes, anything that comes from using those codes is all going to campaign zero, okay? We are donating all of this week's proceeds to campaign zero, which is a police reform Oh, gosh, I just ate so much queso. I'm sorry. You're getting a spicy burp. Uh, It's a police reform campaign proposed by activists associated with Black Lives Matter movement. And it is uh, a website that's been around since 2015. It's gaining more virality this week. Um, The plan that Campaign Zero uh, consists of is 10 different proposals. All of them are aimed at reducing police violence. Confidants, if I have said it once, I have said it twice, I will say it a million times, I believe everybody should have access to going to therapy. And with BetterHelp, baby, okay, they are making it easier than ever for everyone to have access to therapy, okay? BetterHelp is an online private platform, okay? So you can talk real, real confidently about your life and whatever is interfering with your happiness. Not only that, but they are international, okay, honeys? That means anywhere around the world, you can connect with a licensed therapist 24 hours a day, any day a week, okay? I am constantly messaging my therapist in the middle of the night, first thing in the morning, and she gets back to me as soon as she can. And we schedule video chats, my favorite, once a week, and they help with so many different specialized areas, okay? The licensed professional counselors can talk about depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, and self-esteem, so much more. Jared and I are about to start couples therapy on there. Anything you share is confidential. And don't forget, there is financial aid available, even though they are cheaper than most traditional therapies. And I want all my confidants to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you're going to get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash CI. Join over eight. 100,000 people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash C-I. So, uh, like I said, just keep playing those ads. Just keep uh, replaying this episode. It is a weird time for podcasting, not because of what's going on in the world, but because of the pandemic, less people are actually listening because... People don't have their routines on Monday morning. You know, you get in the car, you go to work, you put on your podcast. Um, That's not happening right now. So uh, not going to lie, numbers are down, but uh, community is up. That's what I've seen from this last week. Confidants, you guys have really put your money where your mouth is. You guys have amplified, sent messages, shared, group chatted with 
I mean, the support that I have seen from the confidants this last week has been amazing. Um, this episode is going to be a little shorter than usual because I don't want to take up too much real estate this week. Uh, I thought about not posting an episode this week, but I felt like it would have been a disservice to those uh, who are here to learn and specifically those white listeners who I know we have a huge audience of who are here to learn. Again, I don't want to take out too much real estate on your day, in your life, on your timeline, because I think that time can be way better served educating yourselves, following black creators, watching black films, listening to black radio, going out there, getting involved in the grassroots movement uh, for the last five freaking days. We have been freaking out there. I'm sunburned to shit. <laughs> I have to have knee surgery on the 19th because my anisus has just popped out. Um, but that does not stop us because we have found a way to still be involved with handing out resources that has been amazing. So I would highly, highly suggest to any of my same, uh, um, similar able bodied or like semi able bodied listeners that that is definitely a way you can still be involved. Okay. So here we go. We are going to amplify these voices. Um, these are some, things that I have done personally this week. This is not just like a copy and paste thing. We're not, no, we're not virtual virtue signaling here, which in case you, I should probably give you like the Google definition of it before I try and sound like an idiot. Oh, look, it popped right up because probably so many people are Googling it this week. Um, it is a habit of indicating that one has, oh, this is not going to, okay. Let me take a breath. Virtue signaling is a popular modern habit of indicating that one has virtue merely by expressing disgust or favor for certain political ideas or cultural happenings. So it's basically like just trying to have a seat at the table and jumping on the wave. You know, we kind of talked about this last week. Um, so uh, this was a little list that I put together of just people that I'm personally following that I want to um, lend more amplification to, not that they need it, but just because I find all of this so helpful. So these are all uh, voices that I would love for you to pause, write it down, stop and go follow. Um, yeah, get involved with these people. This is who I'm seeing in my timeline. Uh, for the media, the first thing I want to mention uh, are some black women to follow. I love Brittany Nichols is a writer and comedian. Uh, she is so freaking funny. Her Twitter is so good and political and factual and just right. And I think she's a fantastic writer. Uh, queer as well. Um, go follow her immediately. Uh, Francesca Ramsey does a really good job. She is a host on one of MTV's YouTube channels. Uh, she breaks down a lot of like um, info edutainment subject, something that's really quick, poppy, colorful, digestible. Um, I really like her voice. Great person. Uh, wonderful person to follow on Twitter. Um, Nicole Byer. Oh God, she's just fucking fantastic. I also have her podcast listened, listed down below. Um, her podcast, Why Won't You Date Me? Nicole Byer, she is a girl code fame, but she also is the host on 
Netflix has nailed it. The baking show. Um, again, she's someone who provides such um, humor, but truth to what is happening in the world. I uh, can't recommend her enough. Um, going to black lead podcasts. Oh, number one, you should stop listening to this and immediately go listen to scam goddess scam goddess hosted by Lacey diva Lacey on instagram uh scam goddess is all about Lacey talking with a guest each week of retelling the story of a scam that has happened throughout history it reminds me a lot of hosts throughout history but they do a scam so whether it be like kind of well known or something a little bit more um underground but it's always so fucking funny she is so good it is quickly taken off as one of the most popular podcasts that I have seen pop up on like my for you page of podcasting um it's new too I think they're like 36 episodes in uh fantastic fantastic comedy podcast um next is uh oh the reason why I put strong black lead was because scam goddess Lacey just had um Tracy Clayton from uh formerly of another round which was one of my favorite podcasts she is now uh, hosting Strong Black Lead for Netflix, their podcast. And so when they did a crossover, I was like, oh, my God, to my cave. Um, <clears throat> again, Why Won't You Date Me by Nicole Byer. Um, Yo, Is This Racist? I know has been getting a lot of uh, shares lately. They do a wonderful job of normally it being a very, like, comedy-driven podcast. But as of late, they're bringing a lot of facts and a lot of emotion, a lot of heart. That's a great one. Their normal um, format for their podcast is uh, they have viewers write in and ask if something is racist and they discuss it with a guest. And it's always so fucking funny. Um, going a little bit more political, but not too far politically because Lord knows I try to do the politics podcast, but the language and the jargon and the levels to keep up with of what politics in, consists of, I'm still learning. I'm still getting used to. Um, but I do love Pod Save the People. Uh, that is hosted by DeRay. I know you guys probably follow him on Twitter or Instagram. Um, also, NPR's Code Switch is really fantastic. Um, as far as black-led YouTube channels, oh, one of my most recent faves is Belief in Fatherhood. They're a family. Their kids are so fucking cute. They're kind of like family vloggers slash how-toers slash podcast. Uh, I think their core, they would say, is mostly like how to teach men to be better, better fathers, but because they have... Uh, so many characters in their life. It really is like a show for everyone. And I, his cinematography and his music choices and editing style is so fucking beautiful. I guarantee you, you've probably seen one of his videos, but just as like a viral clip in itself because his storytelling abilities is so incredible. Um, another one is Black Nerd Comedy. Title says it itself, especially if you're into any of the superhero genre of things. Uh, definitely check that out for films and TV. And y'all know this is my strong suit in specialty. Uh, I wanted to 
mentioned that the 13th documentary, which is Ava DuVernay's, um, was recently posted for free on YouTube and uh, is just an amazing opener for just a little bit of the look into systemic racism this country like still has today. Um, the other night, Jared and I watched From Murder to Mercy, the Centoya Brown story, another look at how the judicial system often <laughs> fucks over women of color, black women specifically. Um, f- oh, and here's another one, Just Mercy, which uh, is a Michael B. Jordan. We love a Michael B. here. Um, is free for the entire month of June and Michael B. Jordan stars as Stevenson, who works for free to uh, works to free a wrongfully convicted black man named Walter McMalin, who's played by Jimmy Fox, from potential execution after his imprisonment on death row in Alabama. I went to school in Alabama. I see a lot of what has not changed um, <sighs> reflected in this movie. Um, also by Eva DuVernay, Selma. I think they were releasing that for free this month on some video platforms if you don't have Netflix. Um, obviously, Insecure on HBO or HBO Max or whatever the fuck app it's supposed to be now. Um, and When They See Us, Central Park 5 miniseries on Netflix. Incredible. We watched that last year when it came out. Um <sighs> And the acting in that is fantastic. And just the whole story of those men's lives, how they have and haven't changed since the series came out. Again, so please go back. I will make sure to list all of these in the description. Go fill your brain and ear holes with that sort of material that is happening this week. Again, I really only wanted to post this week for uh, getting that ad revenue money to donate and fucking telling you guys what we can do to fill our ear holes this week confidant sober girlies are you looking to cut back or cut out alcohol this year come on join me and zach on our sober journeys recess zero proof craft mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement we've recreated the cocktails you know and love like a lime margarita and a grapefruit paloma so you can enjoy the flavors and feelings of those cocktails without the booze that's right zero proof zero compromise listeners can get 15 percent off the recess mocktail sampler at takearecess.com slash kelsey Each can is lightly sparkling mocktail infused with functional ingredients like so many stress balancing adaptogens made with real fruit and only 25 calories or less. It's a guilt-free way to unwind. Whether you're relaxing after work or hanging out with friends, make recess mocktails your drink between drinks or like me, your forever mocktail. I am so obsessed with the ginger lime mule and also the grapefruit paloma for spring. It's my favorite go-to weekend drink. Get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash Kelsey so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Now, I know what you're thinking, Kelsey, when did you become obsessed with 
cowboy boots. Well, did you forget that I was raised in Florida? Are you forgetting I'm a little country girl by heart? I even wore my Tacovas recently when I went on a ski trip with my family to Colorado. I wore my white Tacovas when I went to the Taylor Swift concert. And if you didn't think you would need cowboy boots anytime soon, uh, might I remind you that Beyonce just dropped her little country album and you're going to need some Tacovas. Tacovas is my favorite boot brand and they're bringing a fresh perspective to hair boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. Their western boots for men and women are handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. And Tacova's is western to their core, offering a bunch of other head-to-toe western staples, trucker jackets, the perfect jeans to go with your boots, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it, and they'll get you outfitted. If you can't make it to one of their stores, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. Um, <clears throat> I want to also quickly touch on something that I learned today that was really helpful for me. It is Sunday night. I just came back from, uh, I think, what was the called the biggest gathering for George Floyd, the biggest protest for George Floyd this week, which was in Los Angeles. There was 10,000 people, over 10,000 people walking the main roads of Hollywood and Vine, which I don't live far from. So that was pretty epic to witness and, and be, a, be witness to. And I've seen this graphic going around about abolishing versus defunding the police. This is from MPD 150, which is an independent community-based initiative. Um, So this is really good too for any listeners, especially those white listeners that have that family that is like, oh, you want to abolish the police? Who are you going to call when fucking someone robbed you? Ghostbuster? Like this is a good... uh, educational um easy to understand graphic about that conversation um so it says won't abolishing the police create chaos and crime how will we stay safe police abolition work is not about snapping our fingers and instantly defunding every department in the world rather we are talking about a gradual process of strategically reallocating resources, funding, and responsibility away from the police and toward community-based models of safety, support, and prevention. The people who respond to crises in our community should be the people who are best equipped to deal with those crises, rather than strangers armed with guns who very likely do not live in the neighborhoods they're patrolling. We want to create space for more mental health service providers, social workers, victim survivor advocates, religious leaders, neighbors and friends, all of the people who really make up the fabric of a community to look out for one another. Then it says, but what about our bank robbers, murderers, and supervillains? Crime isn't random most of the time. It happens when someone has been unable to meet their basic needs through other means. So to really fight crime, we don't need more cops. We need more jobs, more educational opportunity, more arts programs, more community centers, more mental health resources, and more of a say in how our own communities function. 
Sure, this is a long transition process, but we may need a small specialized class of public servants whose job it is to respond to violent crimes. But part of what we're talking about here is what role police play in our society. Right now, cops don't just respond to violent crimes. They make, well, don't respond to just violent crimes. They're mostly trained for violent crimes, even even though something like 6% of police responded uh, activity is to violent crimes it's like six percent versus fucking like 80 percent of their training i learned that on project zero's website um anyways they make needless traffic stops arrest petty drug users harass black and brown people and engage in wide range of broken windows policing yes that's behaviors that only serve to keep more people under the thumb of the criminal justice system so the last slide says, but like, why not fund the police and these alternatives too? Why is it an either or? It's not just that police are ineffective in many communities. They're actively harmful. The history of policing is a history of violence against marginalized American police departments were originally created to dominate and criminalize communities of color and poor white workers, a job they continue doing to this today. The list has grown even longer. LGBTQ folks, people with disabilities, activists, so many of us are attacked by cops on a daily basis. And it's bigger than just police brutality. It's about how the prison industrial complex, the drug war, immigration law, and the web of policy law and culture that forms our criminal justice system has destroyed millions of lives and torn apart families. Cops don't prevent crime. They cause it through the ongoing violent disruption of our communities. It is also worth noting that most social service agencies and organizations that could serve as alternatives to the police are underfunded, scrambling for grant money to stay alive while being forced to interact with officers who often make their jobs even harder. In 2016, the Minneapolis Police Department received $165 million in Cindy funding alone. Imagine what that kind of money could do to keep our community safe if it was reinvested. And I do believe, as of right before this podcast was recorded, uh, Minneapolis did announce that they were taking active steps to defunding um, the law enforcement in the town. I, th- I think that's the right way of saying it. Again, apologies if I've fucked some of this up. Um, and I wanted to share a couple of the positives, you know, people that are saying like, oh, protesting doesn't work. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, like literally today I saw Republicans come out against Trump because of these protests. Like Mitt Romney was walking the streets. George W. Bush came out and said he is not voting for Trump. Like it is absolutely doing something. This noise, this movement, these this wave is not getting tired. It's growing stronger. And I think that's really important to, to note when these small wins do happen, even though we still have a long way to go. Um, we're getting cops charged, not only the four that were accomplices to George Floyd's murder, but those that we're seeing at protests because more people have their cameras out more than ever. And we really are seeing that police aren't going to be able to solve this because they are actively the problem at these protests. Uh, we still, however, need to arrest the cops that are responsible for Breonna Taylor's murder. Um, L.A. drugged the shit out of its commissioners on a live Zoom community meeting. And our mayor uh, said that they are going to start defunding the police and instead put that money, I think it was 150 or $120 million into black communities. Um, and like, I don't know, other shit that's happening that I just think is great is like NFL players are fucking adding themselves as racist. I think that whole fucking sports bullshit 
fucking fucking ugh, i just dipped my wire in quesadillas queso sauce um great i want i want more of those heavily paid um superheroes to come out as <laughs> showing their true colors i think that that's fantastic those are the small wins right um whew. okay that was pretty much all i wanted to say you know like this episode I really was thinking about like how last week I think I was talking out of anger and just like frustration and my immediate response was to go to my safe space which is here right here with you guys and talk it out and just say what I was thinking and you know I had some I had a white woman call me out on it a friend called me and said you know you shouldn't be publishing or promoting your podcast at all because it makes it about you and of course, my Karen came right out and was like, wait, what? No, I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help. And it was like, she, what she said was like, "You, the thing you should be doing right now is using your platform to amplify others and the other voices. And by, I know the intention behind it was to help, but by pushing your own agenda and your own experience, you're still making this movement about you. And it took me a, a little bit to understand what she meant by that. And again, that's why this week I wanted to just share a couple of those resources and, you know, generate this ad revenue and talk about a couple of the things that I learned because I really do not want this to be about me. I, I do want this to be something that you guys can watch and listen to and, uh, quickly make movements in a in a in a different direction um you know I went outside today to just talk to a couple people um I had a sign that just said promo whatever you want here anything you want here people are listening and uh I had a lot of really fun people come by and just talk to me you already know we tapped in follow me on Instagram at DJ Swansea I'm one of the hottest DJ in Los Angeles California tapping with me Swansea I'll be honest, I didn't read the sign at first, but now that I know I can promote something, yes, follow me on Instagram, John Fluker Must Die. Like the movie, no H in the John, all right? Great movie. Yeah. Black Lives Matter. Thank you. Love, education, healthcare, defund the police, social services, education, healthcare, mental health, housing. Thank you. Yeah, shrink the wealth gap. Um, I had one really amazing woman who is starting a radio platform um, that you'll hear from. My name's Ashlyn, and I'm proud black woman um, from the Bay Area. The skin that I'm in is the skin that I would never ever change or think about any differently than than that. Um, I love who I am, inside, outside, underline. But I've never looked for anyone's gratification to make me who I was. Um, and I think that was something that I held like up high. Uh, I was always taught to just hold yourself up high. I know who I am. But at the end of the day, the, the injustice that we have been walking on ceilings to accommodate, and now all we are asking is to simply just matter, is a little hard for me to, to, to the juxtaposition into a conversation. Um, I live in LA and in the last seven days straight, I wake up to helicopters and go to sleep to helicopters. So besides 
cleansing my soul of this. I'm also clogging my pores with the anarchy that the police are creating more than the society. So it's a, again, it's, it's interesting, but I do love that this is bringing people to have these conversations because this is a land that I call home. But at the same time, I damn well know that maybe even the listeners of this have never been able to even conjure up the conversation. Um, but I know it, I know it, I've seen it. And I don't wanna say I've ignored it. That's definitely not what it's been, but I've seen it. I, I think that one of my favorites is like, I see you. I am building a radio station to promote love and relationships. And I want to have those dialogues with family, marriage licensed therapists and mental health professionals to have a platform that you can listen to love conversations and love music 24 hours a day. So yeah, PillowTalk.live is coming to you guys soon. Instagram is PillowTalk right now. Follow me. Just so many great, there are so many great people out there that have things to say. And this needs to extend beyond just this wave again of, um, of noise. Um, something that really stuck with me that I heard last week was white rage is not earned. Um, I thought again, like last week's podcast episode, and I, even though I heard some of you that had wrote, wrote to me and said, you know, you needed conversation starters or whatever, that my rage that I was so clearly projecting still isn't earned. And with that, realizing that even not long ago, I'm still making mistakes of um, invalidating black women's feelings specifically. Um, I hate being wrong. I hate being confronted. I am not easy to admit when I'm wrong. And I think that that's like my biggest personality flaw. And what I think this movement recently has taught me is that White women, we need to expect to be wrong and remove our egos from it and keep it going and learn. And I know that if someone calls you out and you, even though you're trying to do the right thing, it can feel like, oh, well, shit, now I just, I don't want to say anything. Like, oh, I, blah, blah, blah. but if you go into it now feeling like I'm going to be wrong and that's okay, like that's totally fine. I need to be wrong in order to grow and to learn and Again, removing your ego from it. If I could have just removed my ego from so many conversations last week, I would be so better off. I was holding myself back by putting my white feelings because at the end of the day, it doesn't fucking matter how I feel right now about these issues ever, really. It's, it, do, it does not fucking matter what my intentions are, what I'm trying to do or say. I have to put that outside of it and look at the facts. Again, leading with facts has been really helpful. And when you find yourself getting emotional, it's best to take a step back and say like, is this really about me? No. Chances are. I guarantee you it's not. So that's been something that I've uh, really learned. And then another phrase that stuck with me is given who I am, what can I do? And just to think on that, you know, I think it's going to be different from every, for everyone. Um, 
I think that might even cause some people to take rest and take inventory. And I think that's also a correct thing to do. Um, and that, yeah, I just wanted to say like, <sighs> this week has been really incredible. I mean, I'm fucking frustrated at what has happened and why it's been so eye-opening for others like that quote they said like you're lucky if you get to learn about racism instead of experiencing it and like you know this week has been incredible by when I say that by seeing so many people come together and that even though what it took for us to come together that I'm seeing it happen and I I believe it and I like history is being made and um you know I want to go back to <laughs> like doing hose throughout history and like talking about like dicks and stuff but like every minute of our thoughts should be in one way or another thinking about this historical time you know like I keep seeing these reposts about like if you ever wondered what you were going to do in the uh, holocaust like which side would you be on it's fucking happening or like if you were ever thinking about what you were gonna like what you would have done in the the LA protests in the 70s like here's your fucking chance and like I think back even just to the holocaust example I'm like would someone at that time have been like, I still have to live. I still got to talk about pussies later. It's like, no, they're every single day, their thought and drive and purpose came from fighting what was happening to them. And that's just the energy that I'm still trying to ride out on. And I know it's pride month and I know we've got a lot of gay shit to talk about. I would love to do a host throughout history about Stonewall really. Oh God, that case is really coming up hard. Um, yeah, I want to talk about Stonewall. I want to, I want to talk about pride in the context of this movement. Um, so I would love to do that next time, but really just wanted to jump on here super fast. Thank you guys for listening. Replay this shit, get those views up. Um, yeah. And I'll see you next week. Love you. Confidants. Confidants, if you love listening to Confidently Insecure, then I guarantee you are going to love these two crazy British bitches that I met and their podcast, Fucks Given. Mm, you did that so good, girl. <laughs> I love it. We talk everything about sex, basically. Everything from mental health, body honesty, sex, and everyone's sexual experiences. We have a new guest on our podcast every single week where we talk all about their sexual experiences so that we can open up the conversation when it comes to sex. So we can learn more and bring it to you guys. We also talk very filthily. Um, uh, so yeah, this is not one for like listening with your family. This is definitely <laughs> a solo expedition. And the British accent just makes it all the more dirtier. I've got to be honest. Ooh, yeah. You can find us everywhere on all podcast platforms. Um, just search F asterisk asterisk KS given or come curious and you'll find us. <laughs>